We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zdrojk, joined by Chris Owen. We're talking game week 35 in the Premier League. Chris, there's no beers. It's 6.30 where you are, 6.40. It's coffee. It's bruising, bruising wagers this week. Good morning, Chris. Morning, Adam. Yeah, a little, little bit different here on this lovely Thursday morning. Uh, you, we, we had been doing beers and wagers the last couple of weeks, but... Uh, we're back to you know as we hit the business end of the season here we're back to uh we're back to coffee and wagers here it's a um, nice spring day out here at least from what i saw when i woke up and uh you know excited to talk about another uh, another set of i guess four matches but generally talk about the premier league here this this weekend and uh we got i can't i mean man we are almost at the tail end of the season so we uh we our records speak for themselves there's no uh, no getting around them um, at least for, on my end, you can get around your, you can talk, talk to high heavens about yours, but, uh, yeah, I'm in, uh, I think most importantly, did, did our parlay hit last weekend? Oh yeah. It hit. Nice. So yeah, that was a, that was a huge development. I mean, I forgot yours was a corner bet of some sort. I, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I have to look this up. I think I took Newcastle. I think I took Newcastle corners. Yeah. Yep. And I took most solid score. So yeah. They both hit, and um, you know, as as is normal here, the plus two hundred odds on that are, are are friendly to us. Yeah, we're getting another Chris in the chat. Uh, tail end business end rundown of the season. You can be excited about your Liverpool win, Chris. I think what's that four in a row for Liverpool? Uh, five in a row. Five in a row. Oh yeah, that was okay. That was four in a row before yesterday. They did win yesterday, so there you go. As you can see on the site, we got our records up. If you want to look at these records, if you want to uh, take our bets based off of our records, you can do that. So we're doing a Bournemouth match. Uh, so I said to Chris a couple days ago, I was like, okay, we've only done four Bournemouth matches this season, so we got to start doing at least one or two the rest of the way. We looked at the schedule. Turns out uh, they're playing Chelsea. They're playing <laughs> They're playing Chelsea. These teams are even on the table. They are level at 39 points. Bournemouth are home against Chelsea. I mean, we can look at the form uh, form between these teams. I mean, Chelsea's form goes all the way back to, I don't know, two, three months of how bad they've been. But over the last six matches, 
Bournemouth actually have four wins. Uh, looking at the table right now, uh, 39 points. Chelsea do have a game in hand, but the funny thing is, I mean, I guess it kind of goes hand in hand with the points, but Bournemouth have five more goals than Chelsea. Before we get into the odds here, uh, actually, let's get into the odds. I'll, let's get into yeah, it, and then I'll ask a question. Well. Bournemouth plus 255 to win. Chelsea plus 110 to win, even though they're level on the table. Draw is plus 250. Over two and a half goals, minus 105. Under two and a half goals, minus 115. So my question was going to be, uh, if Timo Werner was on this team, do you think Chelsea would still have 31 goals scored? What about <clears throat> what about Lukaku? <laughs> All right, both uh, of those guys. <laughs> yeah. Interesting enough. I mean, yeah. Anytime you put together or try to put together an elite team that doesn't have a like an out and out goal scorer, I mean, you can call Kai Havertz whatever you want to call him, but he's not like a a, a, a ten or a, a nine. He's just out there. Um, I, yeah, I wouldn't consider him like an an out and out goal scorer. He's a creator, and then you know if he can chip in with ten goals, great. And yeah, I think I saw is it Havertz with seven in the Premier League, and then the next closest player for Chelsea is four, and that's Raheem Sterling. Like, man, oof. It's about right. Uh, how many how many pounds do they go out and spend on a striker this summer? Uh, is is a good is another nice follow up to that question. But yeah, I I don't know that Timo Werner. I think most Chelsea fans know that Timo Werner maybe wasn't the answer for them up top, and and as a as a neutral here too uh there was a lot of evidence here between uh between him maybe not being the answer too but yeah interesting you know when we started the season i don't think any of us would have said at game week 35 you know chelsea bournemouth even on points we'll be talking this game i think we probably would have i think many of us would have expected to be like oh yeah chelsea vying for a champions league spot vying for you know a title just given the way that they're they're uh the, the quality of players that they have on their team and then bournemouth we would have said yeah you know, straight away relegation. I, I wish we could go back and maybe look at some of our early conversations because we were probably thinking, you know, we said, yeah, I think Bournemouth might be the one to, to go down. Um, and that's not the case. So, I mean, good for them. They, they're pretty hot right now. And, uh, yeah, Chelsea, we know the story that, they, that they've been uh, going through lately. So, interesting enough, uh, my, my one key takeaway here is that, you know, what we've talked about all season, Chelsea can't score. They're just inept uh, from an attacking perspective. And they scored four goals in their last nine matches. That's not going to do it for anybody, whether you're, you know, a defensive juggernaut or not. You know, you're, you're not getting away with 0-0 draws. You're not getting away with 1-0 wins, especially in the Premier League. And uh, that kind of leads me to uh, – to I would describe this as my safest bet. Maybe not my favorite bet of the week, but my safest bet. And that's, uh, and even then I'm still slightly, slightly worried about, um, about like a one, one or a one Oh draw or one Oh game here. But I got two to three goals for my bet, uh, two to three goals, total goal bands. And that's plus 100. I did look and also you can get, uh, one to two goals and that's plus one Oh five. So slightly better odds, but I'm, I'm sticking with the two to three goals. I think, you know, if not Chelsea, maybe Bournemouth can find the back of the net a couple of times. A lot, of, lot there. Like you're going lot, with a similar bet. Yeah, a lot to unpack there. Uh, you, you do think, just in terms of Chelsea, they're probably going to, I don't know, remove ten of these guys from their team over the summer once they find a manager. Probably just chop half the squad and then add add another however many. 
Uh, it'll be interesting to see what their team actually looks like next season because you got to think a lot of these guys are going to be gone after the season they've had. Uh, but, yeah, I think we are kind of on the same side of this bet. I've, I've been looking through been looking through Chelsea results, two goals last six league matches. I think you said four in their last nine overall. And mm-hmm. even when they score, it, it just really hasn't looked good. I mean, we have the Frank Lampard quotes after their last match against Arsenal. It's like, okay, we, we got the goal in the second half. As you could see, we played a little better. But, I mean, they were down three pretty early against Arsenal and Arsenal were like, okay, we're fine with, you know, taking the foot off the pedal and not really, not really, you know, given a hundred percent, I guess you could say. And then Lampard's like pumped up because, you know, his team got the goal. And I guess at this point, maybe that's all you can be pumped up about with this team. Uh, their other prior goal was the, uh, the Connor Gallagher one against Brighton, which I think it took a major deflection as well, yeah. but I'm going. So Instead of going full Bournemouth plus 255 to win, because those odds do seem kind of crazy against Chelsea, who just, you know, they aren't really looking very good. I know some of that has to do with some matchups here and there, but, I mean, the last time they played against a a bottom 10 side, uh, it was 1-0 against Wolverhampton, where uh, Wolverhampton got the goal, and Chelsea still couldn't. No matter who they're playing, they're just struggling to score. So why not just take Bournemouth to get the first goal? Um, Chelsea are struggling to score. You're getting plus odds on it. So we got Bournemouth first goal plus 130. Um, they're at home. They're playing well. I think it's four wins in the last five matches. And I mean, we're getting plus odds. And I, I think the plus 255, it, it does seem kind of weird given how Chelsea have played. But I think that when you, if this was like a plus 160 to plus 160 even kind of game, I feel like the people would hammer Chelsea and then yeah. you'd get this situation where Chelsea, okay, they, they have a game where they're, I don't know, back to normal, you could say, and it's like 3-0 or something. And then the sports books are like, well, that was stupid on us to lose all that money. But um, you still think that, you know, the Chelsea backers are getting money, which is kind of why it's plus 110 here. But Kind of the same vein. So what are you thinking? Two, three goals scored, two, one kind of result then. Uh, do you think actually Bournemouth here is the play I'm, on the money line? I'm going to go. Yeah. I, it's tough to, I mean, at home, you know, why not? But uh, yeah, Chelsea haven't been able to beat any anybody really. Is it unbeaten in their last, or unbeaten, defeated? Or not defeated, what would it be? Beaten. Winless. Winless. Yeah, winless in their last seven games, so. They can't score. They can't get a good result. Bournemouth, you know, in, in pretty good form here. And then one thing we didn't reference was like, a, you know, recent history. Uh, they did play back in December. Chelsea won that one at uh, at the at Stamford Bridge two 0 But prior to that, um, they had a couple interesting games. Uh, they did play in the League Cup. Uh, I, I guess this not League Cup. That would have been a, a summer preseason game. That was two one Chelsea. But prior to that, the season before. Um, it was 2-2 Bournemouth. That was at home. And then Bournemouth actually went to Stamford Bridge and uh, won 1-0. And then the this is also this would have been two two matches in 2019, but in January of 2019, Bournemouth won at home 4-0. So a uh, bit of a mit- mixed bag. But, uh, you know, if you look at it overall, two wins for Chelsea, um, a draw, and then two wins for Bournemouth So in their, in their last five matches. So it's, 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 it, Bournemouth have shown that they – Despite you know maybe a, a little bit bigger sample size and going back to 2019, they they can they know how to beat Chelsea. So mm-hmm. um, I I'm too much of a coward to take Bournemouth 
plus 250 at home. Um, I think, I, I mean, I wish I, I had the the gumption to do it, but uh, I, I'm just going to settle on the, on the easy bet here, the safe bet, and keep it moving. Yeah. I do think, like, recent matchups do come into play with these odds because I think Chelsea's, I mean, I mentioned the Wolverhampton game, but they also had that Brentford match. But even that Brentford match, like, they still couldn't get good opportunities. And then I was just going to say Bournemouth wins, Leeds, Southampton. They had that weird win against Tottenham. They beat Leicester. Mm-hmm. They also have a 4-0 home loss against West Ham in there. So you do have those easy wins in there. And maybe Chelsea are playing a little more difficult schedule. So you kind of look at that. But, I mean. Who says Chelsea isn't an easy win? It's a good point. Win us in seven. Bottom, bottom ten. Bottom ten Yeah, they're here. bottom bottom half of the table <laughs> team. So. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just trying to see if any of the teams that I guess outside of Tottenham, I'm not sure any of the other teams that Bournemouth beat are actually uh, around this level. But all right, next match here, the biggest match of the weekend. I would, well, maybe in some terms, the biggest match. We do have some. We do have a relegation battle we have to talk about. But we got Newcastle at home against Arsenal. Arsenal are one point behind Manchester City. Newcastle are two points above Manchester United in third place. So right now, um, Newcastle looking good for that Champions League spot. Do you do you happen to have actually? Do you want to look for the Liverpool Champions League odds? Yeah, I'll, uh, while I'll I'm talking here, here. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think you said last week it was plus four hundred. Four hundred. Like yeah, it was plus four hundred. Okay. So we got Newcastle home against Arsenal, though. Newcastle have steadily grown to a favorite if you're looking on the screen youtube or twitter about a week ago we had newcastle at plus 160 and arsenal were favored at plus 150 now we have newcastle plus 145 to win arsenal plus 170 to win draw is plus 265 you got over two and a half goals minus 160 if you want over three and a half it's plus 155 under two and a half plus 125 so you got the you got the champions league odds up before we talk about this match I'm working on it. <laughs> working on it. Yeah, so, I mean, as you can see in these odds, a lot of this is because of Arsenal struggles, and Newcastle are playing like – they're playing like a top-four team. I, I guess you could say Arsenal maybe not playing as much like a top-four team of late, though, I mean, Arteta seemed to feel like the win against Chelsea, the team got back got, got back to where they needed to be. But, again, we are just talking about Chelsea – how much does you know scoring three goals against Chelsea mean for for Arsenal and getting them back to early season form, kind of a thing? And then you throw in uh, Gabriel picked up, unclear what the actual issue was in that match, but he left uh, early against Chelsea. So we could have, I think, it, so Jacob Kiwior. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying that Jakob maybe his name correctly. He started against Chelsea. We could get Kiwior and Holding at center back against Newcastle, so that wouldn't help. Uh, Newcastle, I think their big one is Sean Longstaff has a, a bit of a foot issue. We'll see if he's ready to go, even if he's not ready to start. Joelinton played in the midfield last match for him, and it's not really a downgrade by any means. So as for Arsenal, Trossard started midweek. He could get another start as well over Martinelli. Uh, so, Chris, what do you got in the Champions League odds uh, before we get into yeah. this here? So we got Newcastle. Newcastle's my, uh, minus 1,800. We've got <laughs> – May- which is, I mean, that's like as good as getting in. Um, it, something serious would have to happen. Um, you know, maybe drop 
I guess what I guess they were they're up. I forgot how much it was. I think it was like seven points on Liverpool with a couple games in hand. They're up um, six on Liverpool were, with one game in hand. Yeah, and then United's up four with two games in hand. They of yeah. course have a game against Brighton today. Um, but then yeah, you have Man United at uh, minus thirteen fifty, and then Liverpool is actually plus five fifty. So the odds have you know gotten better. I, I guess depending on how you look at it. But mm-hmm. uh, I think we were looking at plus four hundred last week. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, interesting to see who uh, Arsenal trots out. Um, you know, and and if that that uh, injury to Gabriel is is you know keeps him out of lineup because obviously that makes the, he's been one of their better players this season. So I would be a little, I'm definitely concerned if he's not in there um, against, you know, a Newcastle side who Colin Wilson is, I don't know. They don't have like most improved player like the NBA does, or like, you know, like comeback player of the year, like, like the NFL does, but like, he's up there. He just, it's been, he's had a really impressive campaign. And, um, you know, to, I don't think, you know, prior to season, I was like, "Yeah, Colin Wilson's going to go out there and, and lead the lead the line for Newcastle." I kind of just figured Isak would, and uh, maybe they'd bring in another striker in in the uh, winter transfer period. But you know, credit to him, he's been great. Um, of course, something you know you got to look at here is how impressive Newcastle has been at home. Um, they've got ten wins, five draws, and then the one loss was uh, I think it was that the game against Liverpool when Nick Pope got sent off in the first half. So. Um, you know, nearly unbeaten at home. Um, they scored 32 goals and conceded only 11. Um, the net, the, that's actually second in the Premier League in terms of goals conceded. Manchester United, you know, I found this interesting, but Manchester United, eight goals conceded all season long at Old Trafford, which is, you know, credit to them. And uh, Ten Hag, who's basically set them up, you know, for success defensively. But then, you know, you look at you look at the, the amount of goals that Newcastle or the lack of goals that they've conceded at home. Well, our good friends Arsenal here, 36 matches or 17 matches played, 33 goals scored away, which is number one in the Premier League. So something has to give, right? I don't know where you end up on. Is are you more of a you know Newcastle's too good at home from a defensive perspective? They're going to you know try to hold them out of the obviously try to play hold them out of the back of that. But you know what gives here is it a is it an Arsenal attack not scoring as much or is it a Newcastle um, starting to concede goals at home finally? So I was back and forth on this one. I should note that last night when I was trying to get bets, or even yesterday, the corner numbers were not up yet at sportsbooks because there's still matches going on. Uh, so I had to yep. put together some bets this morning for this Newcastle Arsenal one. So usually on like a Monday or Tuesday, you know, I write down my initial thoughts for the slate of matches kind of a thing, and then I go from there. So on that on that initial uh, note I had, I put over two and a half goals, uh, without even looking at the odds, put down over two and a half goals, uh, yesterday without even thinking about that, I had under two and a half goals for this matchup. So I woke up this morning, I look at the bat and I had under two and a half goals. And then I look back at my notes from earlier in the week and it said over two and a half. So I was like, um, I'm not going to take either one of these. So I got to do something else, (laughs) but that's, that just kind of shows like I initially, I initially thought that like we can see the Arsenal results, their back line has been struggling a bit and it does seem like they're going to allow a goal here, at least if not multiple, because of how, how informed Newcastle have been. Um, if you throw a, a Gabriel injury in there, if you have holding and Kiwi are starting next to each other, got to think Newcastle at least score multiple goals here. Unless, unless those guys are just awesome for Arsenal. Um, even in the win against Chelsea, you saw that 
I think Zinchenko had kind of a slip up and uh, I think it was Maduke, Nani Maduke got behind the back and, and got his first uh, Chelsea goal for him uh, yeah. in the second half. And I think that the better move is to, to take goals. Uh, I, but on the other side of that, we do, I think that these teams are scoreless draw earlier in the season. Um, maybe, maybe I, I, I'm, I'm against that. I, I was trying, trying to come up with a reason to say why this is going to be under, but I think in all these home matches for Newcastle, they kind of come out and they try to go for goals. And I think that's going to lead to goals. We saw the three, three result against Manchester city earlier. So, so what, what do you, I mean, do you have a preferred side for goals or no goals, or are you just sitting with uh, you got a money money line bet here? I can see. Yeah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I was doing my bets last night uh, before I went to bed. Sent them to Adam so I can get them get them ready here for the show. And uh, I was I was looking at a couple, but I just could not look away from Newcastle money line. Uh, I love I. This isn't. I love this bet just because it's fun. Um, I just, I think. You know, we've just seen Arsenal just kind of trip up over the last four matches. Yes, they they really routed Chelsea earlier in the week, but uh, I guess that would have been yeah last week. Um, but either way, they've. That I was just, like you know, two days ago. Two days, you know, two days ago feels <laughs> like a year ago. You know, yeah. one weekend ago feels like two years ago. So um, <laughs> it's been a lot of matches, but uh, anyways. Um, yeah, I just feel like this is the end of the Arsenal title challenge, um, if it's not already over. Uh, they're heading to Newcastle, and, you know, Newcastle's been nothing but impressive at home. It's going to be a tough for Arsenal, I mean, to come away with. A point would be decent for them, but all three points is kind of out of, out of the realm. You can't really get a double chance here um, just because Newcastle's favored. Um, but You might uh, be able yeah, to so- if you tinker with some odds uh, as a – as a foreshadow for my bet. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, Adam's doing the hard yards for us there. He's, he's got, uh, he's, it sounds like a parlay within a bet here, but, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, Newcastle, so good defensively, really strong at home. Like I said, 10, 10 wins at home, five draws, one loss, uh, in a match where they didn't have all 11 players on the field. So yeah, give me Newcastle money line. I think, uh, Arsenal's just kind of losing steam and we've seen it. And I mean, I don't, it's not trying to, I'm not trying to take away from what they've done all season because they've been incredibly impressive, but I think they just are out of gas. So I'm on Newcastle money line plus 150. There you go. Uh, we got, yeah, plus 150 when you wrote down last night. I think it's now plus 145, but. We'll, yep. we'll give you yeah. the plus 05 here. Uh, you, you deserve it. You deserve the extra plus I appreciate there. that, Adam. Thank you. <laughs> as, as he yawns at uh, 7 a.m. I'm going yeah. – so I had to do a couple uh, couple different as, – as I already said, I had the under two and a half, over two and a half debate. And then at, currently at DraftKings, you can't take a single bet on a corner right now. They don't have the corner numbers up right now. I went to FanDuel, looked over there. I don't like the type of bet, the type of corner bets they have over at FanDuel. Uh, so I don't want to put something in there with one of their bets. So I went into single game parlay. And for some reason, you can take corners in single game parlays, but you can't take them on single bets right now. So I'm going kind of the same vein as Chris. I got Newcastle double chance, throw in and, and combine with over one and a half corners for Newcastle in the first half as plus 105 odds. So we're getting plus. 100 odds on a bet that includes Newcastle double chance and just the general thought that 
Newcastle are at home and they're going to kind of come out and play for the win. So over one and a half corners in the first half, plus 105. Chris's Newcastle money line, plus 150. I know Arsenal are maybe one of the best at not allowing corners, but Newcastle are still one of the best in the league at getting corners. So if we can yeah. get plus odds on that, it's, I think that's a pretty good pretty good number for us here, especially if you like Newcastle. Yeah, I was just wondering. I, I know we've looked at this many times, given this is corners and wagers, but uh, yeah, Newcastle's still leading leading the league in corners. Uh, 234, the next closest is Man City with 212. Uh, Liverpool shortly behind that. And then Arsenal. So yeah, they've got about a 35 or 34 um a total of 34 more corners than Arsenal does this season. So ought to be interesting. I love the parlay within a, um, within a bet here. So, and of course you had to make the double chance and the corners. So yeah, interesting bet. Yeah. I've been pretty good on these, these uh, smaller single game parlays in my article lately. It's probably been one of my more successful bets. Uh, so check out my article, rotowire.com. That'll be out uh, at, by Friday. I'll, I'll say, uh, so I didn't actually read off our articles early on the show, or our records early in the show here. So I'm 16, 30, Chris is 44, 41 and two on $100 bets. I'm up 3,300. Chris is up 402. And before I forget, we are up uh, $900 now on a team parlay, but we'll be getting to that after this relegation battle here. Nottingham forest home against Southampton, Nottingham forest. 30 points right now, which is level with Leicester City, level with Leeds. Southampton, it seems like they're, they're going to be relegated unless if they can get three points out of this, uh, it may not be over for them. But we got Nottingham Forest plus 110 to win at home. Southampton are plus 240. And for some reason, the odds have actually changed a bit here in the past couple of days. Southampton were plus 260. Now they're plus 240, which is interesting. Uh, draw yeah. is plus 255, and then we're getting the over two and a half goals, minus 105, under two and a half goals, minus 125. So do you think Southampton are – you think they're done? you think Southampton are done? you think James Ward-Prowse is going to be on a different team next season? Uh, yes and yes. I think they're done. Um, and I was really torn on this bet, but, yeah, I think Southampton overall, you know, it's it's a little too late for them now, and um, yeah, I think they're going to be pl- applying their trade in the championship next season. But yeah, I sidebar, but yeah, really interested to see where James Ward Prowse ends up. Um, I can think of a certain club who could really use a, a quality central midfielder, uh, and starts with an L and ends in pool. But um, it would be interesting if he, you know, wherever he goes, he's a great player. And um, you know, if Southampton were somehow to stay up, of course, uh, he probably sticks around. But yeah, anyways. This bet, this is aside from that Newcastle Arsenal game. This is probably the, the the one to watch this this weekend. And I'm actually gonna go. I was torn between a money line bet here and the over. Um, in the last few matches, not I mean Nottingham Forest has have been a, in three straight matches where it's been over two and a half. They lost last weekend to Brentford. Uh, the weekend prior, they beat Brighton three one, which is really kind of a surprise result. And then. Of course, they hung tough with Liverpool. That was it was two two at one point, and then um, um, Liverpool got three two at some point. But uh, yeah, and then Southampton, one of the worst teams defensively. So it's like I expect some goals here. I'm going over two and a half plus one hundred five. 
Um, and I, I think that's that was as of last night. So let me see if that has changed. But otherwise, I think we're going to see like a 2-1 result or a 2-2 or something like that. So wouldn't be at all surprised if, if uh, Nottingham Forest came away with a win. And that's, I mean, another part of that is I think they have 30 points total on the season, 24 of those points. So they, they really can't seem to, to pick up any results away. But, uh, you know, in, in all odds, they're, they're pretty good at home. So. Yeah, they do not have a losing record at home. Six wins, six draws, five losses. Uh, so not something you'd normally say about a team battling relegation is that they don't have a losing record at home. So I think that's pretty important. I think I would be on the same side of, of taking Nottingham Forest to win. Do you yeah. think that this – so I assume you kind of think that this is going to be more of a more of an up-and-down match. You think like Southampton are just going to kind of go for it? Uh 24 points just kind of go for the win and see what happens maybe that's going to lead to a three no loss or it's going to be maybe they get the win two one something like that or does it I not think, even matter i guess I, I think we just see like an early goal from from one of these teams and then it's like all right well yeah we're we got we got to go for it here and then we see a bit more a bit more of it um but. this almost feels like uh I mean, we we just have uh, Champions League, like the second leg of Champions League we're talking about, where, like you said, if Nottingham Forest score early, they need to push. They cannot, they cannot play for goal differential at this point. They need points. They need to go for it. Uh, the yeah. same with Nottingham Forest. If Southampton get a goal, uh, they also cannot afford to lose at home against Southampton. So kind of on both ends, these teams need points out of this um i mean maybe nottingham forest is maybe feels better about getting one point from a draw but southampton they do need three points here yeah definitely and uh you know this is a bit there are two different clubs or total two t- totally different clubs here but we're just coming off a game where it was 2-2 against lesser city and everton and two teams really finding themselves in, in a similar boat here we saw i think was it a 15 minute goal and then a, and then a couple goals that followed right after so it's like Early goal here, and I think we're in for a pretty back and forth match. And now I see your strategy. You took the under in that one, and it finished two two. Now you're <laughs> taking the over in this one. Now I've totally, yeah, right. Now <laughs> I've totally switched it. Um, but I think I'm. I think I would. I don't usually look at my records on specific teams because it just kind of makes me frown. Um, or, but I think I'm two. I'm two and eight betting on Everton. So not only do I dislike them, but uh, I, I wasn't going to bet say on it. them either. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say it. I got a corners bet. Uh, I, what I initially wrote down yesterday was knowing both teams to score, but I, I like this corner bet a little more instead. So I got Nottingham Forest. This is minus 0.25 corners in the first half. That's plus 100. So if Nottingham Forest, if they get more than – they have more corners than Southampton, you win this bet. If it's level, if it's 1-1 corners, if it's 2-2 corners, uh, you get half of your money back. So that that's how this minus 0.25 works. I got to give the explainer every time because I think half the time <laughs> I'm wrong in explaining it, um, and I'm sure I'm sure most people don't don't know the exacts about it, even though I probably don't either. So, but I do think at we I mean we talked about Forest at home. Now they're home against Southampton, a good spot where they can get three points and kind of get out of relegation. I think they're going to just start from the start from the beginning here. Ride Steve Steve Cooper's motivation and uh, get that first goal. I mean, you can also look at you know Forrest's first goal. 
uh, along with something like this first half corners bet, um, maybe, maybe throwing a single game parlay for us to win as well. Something like that. Uh, I think it wouldn't be the worst idea here. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Chris. So, team parlay time. Uh, 11 and 19 on the team parlay, but we're up 904. You are 17 and 12 on, on these bets. I am 16, 13, and 1. And we're. I think the goal here for the show is get above 5,000 uh, in winnings for the season. I think we're at 4,600. Mm. So, we have wow. a... We have a bigger than usual bet on this one because you kind of went big okay. and then I was kind of limited in a single game parlay with my corner bets, but uh, we're, we're taking a chance on this one. So we're talking about this Manchester city match. They're home against Leeds, home against big Sam and Leeds. What do you think? Big Sam, Sam Allardyce. Uh, what do you think he's going to do against Pep who he, he thinks he's a better manager than Pep Guardiola. Yeah, I didn't, I honestly I all I saw this morning was a headline of I'm better or like I'm good or I'm better than Pep and in Klopp and Arteta from Big Sam. So you gotta if there's one thing that this podcast feeds on, it's confidence. Um, <laughs> and so big, for, I mean, good for Big Sam. But yeah, and new manager bumps. Yeah, new manager bumps. We love those, um, and the business end of the season. So big. Despite all uh, those three things of, of where we we might end up on leads, I'm pretty far away from them. Uh, and it's not it's I mean partly partially because it's didn't leads just lose four one I think to uh, who was that? It's all it's all streaming together for me now. But, Someone um, bad. It, yeah, another Bournemouth. Ba- yeah. Bournemouth, another bad team. Um, Whoa, not the yet. cherries. Come on, you're good. <laughs> Funny line. Um, anyways, uh, so anyways. Man City, man, what a this! It, they're just like trot. It seems like now they're just gonna they're in like a canter slash trot to you know, to the end of the season here. As they they're they're pretty much have the could sew up the Premier League here this weekend. Not not technically from a numerical standpoint, but pretty much if Arsenal aren't able to get points at Newcastle, um, and they have just been so impressive. I mean. You look at some of their results over the past, like, I mean, you past season, but specifically over the past, like, three, two to three months here. Um, of course, they're, they've got the FA Cup final coming up. They are, you know, in a semifinal in the Champions League against Real Madrid. Uh, they just beat West Ham yesterday 3-0. They scratched one out against Fulham 
on Sunday, but prior to that, they gave a, a, a little butt kicking to Arsenal 4-1. Um, you know, Sheffield and United 3 now. They've been smoking teams. It's not that they've been like, you know, it's not like each game is a 2-1 or a 1-0 or whatever. They've Their last 11 matches, they've beat eight of those teams by three, at least three goals, which is, you know, you look back in Liverpool, Arsenal, uh, Bayern, RB Leipzig. They, those are like four quality teams here. And we're looking at a, a Leeds United team who is not that quality of a team. Um, so I'm at for the parlay here. I'm gonna, not going to get into any more, but Manchester City minus two and a half is plus 115. I think they they just continue their their slow trot here to the uh, Premier League title. And, uh, you know, we got some looks like now some huge odds compared with what you're doing on a quarter's bet. I am kind of worried about the new manager bump here with Big Sam. Uh, I know the the sentiment around him is that he – he has more of a defensive style, and that's kind of why he's this guy to get teams out of relegation, even though it didn't work at West Brom, uh, was that a couple, two, three years ago? Uh, so a lot of his games are just lower scoring. You know, if you look at through some of his results, uh, I think he, did, he does prefer to play 4-2-3-1, which Leeds has. So I wonder I wonder if there's going to be new motivations here for Leeds, but at the, end of, at the end of the day, how much does that matter at Manchester City? Even if Kevin De Bruyne doesn't return from his injury, I'm not sure how much that matters. Uh, this team has not looked good without Tyler Adams in their team this season, and he's still not back. And uh, Javi Gracia was, you know, rotating their uh, their back line pretty much every match, rotating attackers every match. So, so Chris has the minus two and a half for Man City at plus one fifteen. I like the Manchester City minus two corners in the first half, but you couldn't do that with the single-game parlay. So instead, I went to Manchester City over three-and-a-half corners in the first half at plus 130. Uh, You just kind of go around the basis that Manchester City, you know they're going to have 70-plus possession. You know they're going to be in the attacking third the majority of the match, and this could be a match where they get three goals in the first half. We already know that you know, the leads strategy will be to play a little more defensively. So hopefully that leads to, hopefully that leads to some corners and not goals, because I think it was last week where I had a similar bet, maybe not similar, but a bet on Brighton uh, where they were minus one and a half or something corners in the first half. They ended up just scoring five goals. Well, they scored six goals. Uh, and yeah. I think they finished with one corner in the game. So the hope here That's is against that the wolves, right? Yeah. The, the hope is that Manchester City don't score those three goals in the first 20 minutes. The hope is that they're kind of, you know, they have a bunch of crosses leading to some corners. So, again, Manchester City over three and a half corners in the first half combined with – this has to be a single-game parlay, at, by the way. Uh, you can find it at DraftKings. Manchester City minus two and a half, and then combine those, it's plus 380 on the odds. So, if we get this, we're going to be above – plus a thousand on the season of this team parlay uh, heavy Manchester city. So we have no faith in the new manager. It's kind of what, uh, what's going on here. Um, plus three eighty odds. I think this is the highest odds on the parlay that we've done all season. So um, confidence it's is up high there. over here on the K and W it's up there. All right, guess we got to get going here. So uh, I, I did want to bring up, we, I think the, we haven't talked about any of these teams, but this this race for the top six, 
it might be the most exciting thing going on here. I guess relegation's fun. We got Tottenham, Aston Villa, and Brighton are all sitting here in this kind of the same area here. They'll Brighton play today, so that may that may move them up to third or sixth in the table uh, if it goes their way. But Chris, we got we got to get uh, we got to get a Liverpool bet in here. So Liverpool are home against Brentford. What do you think they're going to do? Uh, a team that had a team that's good at home, but uh, sometimes shaky away from home. Uh, you, you really put me on the spot here. But if there's a decent over, I would six expect wins that. in a row. Um, I would hope so, but okay. I would hope so, but I don't. You know, confidence isn't super high. That I mean, it's, they've been good. Let's let's be real, but uh, it always yeah, feels like it always feels like they could just be one. 10 minute period away from losing a game, just like, you know, we saw against Tottenham last weekend. So, uh, and they really kind of, they, that, that penalty against, uh, I think it eats a Diop yesterday where Nunez kind of buckled over. It was a bit soft and I, it just feels like they're not very convincing. Um, you know, the results have been there. <laughs> oh, I didn't say it. <laughs> I think anyone who watches this league would also say the same thing. So, I would say um, that their yeah. defense has not been convincing because it did feel like Fulham, maybe they should have gotten one against Liverpool yesterday. And then, you know, we did see the Tot- Tottenham get tons of chances in that game yeah. uh, as well last week. And so I wonder if – I think uh, over is a, is a pretty good – I mean, granted, it's minus 200. Well, you gotta, maybe yeah, a, I was going to say you, you got to go to three and a half to get any plus odds on the over. I would look at both teams to score, no draw kind of a thing. I'd maybe even totally. go to Ivan Ivan Tony to score. You can get him plus one fifty. Uh, first for first or last goal score, you can get Ivan Tony plus five hundred because I I do think uh, Brentford will get at least one here. So, yeah, I think that's fair. So that's all we got. Uh, here's the uh, any other thoughts here before we get out of here. Chris has to start his work day. He's got a meeting. And then he's he's going to become an international traveler. Well, he already was an international traveler, but he's going to be gone next week. But, Chris, you got any thoughts here before we go, uh, before you're gone next week? Do you want to um, give us no, a bet just... or give us three bets on the spot for next week? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, but I appreciate the offer. Um, yeah, going to be looking forward to uh, coming back. And I think we'll have two matches left after that. And um obviously an fa cup final we'll have and we'll have a uh, champions league semis i think we'll be finishing up that week too um so yeah once i get back here um you know gonna miss next week i'll miss the show but once we get back it's straight straight into it again here as we finish up the season yeah if if you haven't been following our show just a reminder i I think we're gonna do it again i haven't talked to chris about it but last season we did a kind of a head-to-head we bet all 10 matches on yes. the final match day of the season. We're going to do that again. Uh, I think that was pretty fun. Uh, so to get ready for that, I guess it's kind of I think I saying. still owe you a jersey that. for that, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm positive. Um, I still do. I wouldn't say our records were good at that. We're good in that one, but uh, I, th- I think I beat Chris maybe by one or something like that. But either way, this is my game week 35 right. in the Premier League. You can find Chris at CHRO8 on Twitter. I am at Rodozadroik. <laughs> And rotowire.com slash soccer trial, free 48-hour trial. And if you want to get into our Discord, I do throw some, uh, you know, some some prize picks in there. I don't know if you play prize picks, but it's it's kind of it's kind of betting. You're kind of parlaying a bunch of uh, kind of parlaying a bunch of like player props, kind of a thing. Um, 
I throw those in there once in a while, but rotowire.com slash chat if you want to join the Discord. Chris, thanks for joining me. Chris Robinson, thanks for watching live. Yeah, thanks, Chris Robinson. Like and subscribe, everyone. See everyone next week. Chris, see you in a couple weeks. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.